Hola, hola. Welcome to Con Vos, a podcast by immigrants for immigrants. And welcome to our 10th episode tonight. I'm your host, Dani. And I am Mela. And thank you so much for joining us again. Yes, guys. Um, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Well, I say tonight, but whether you're listening in the morning or on a car ride to work, on your way back from the gym, whatever it is, thank you for being with us. Yeah, it's been... It's been really nice to see the support that we're getting in the last episode. So really, um, please let us know what y'all think, because today we're going to also be hitting a topic that not a lot of people are aware of that is really happening. You know, it's kind of like, I'll just go ahead and let you take the lead. Well, it's basically, we want to talk about a short documentary that we watched. It's called Unlivable Oasis. Um, it's by Time Magazine and it's by Mauricio Rodriguez Bones and Elizabeth Whale. I'm sorry, if that's how you probably pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. But it's basically about the housing issue in Coachella Valley in California. You know, Coachella is known for the big festival every year, mm-hmm. but not a lot of people know about the farm workers of Coachella and like mm-hmm. the terrible working conditions. Yeah, they're so they're everyone's oblivious to the fact that they're going to this big festival and it's like a great time and people pay thousands of dollars to stay at these places that literally are just built these airbnbs that are built out there that are super expensive that influencers get you know what i mean so they're spending a lot of money just for this festival then it's what like two weekends oh i'm not sure how it's, long it is but yeah i know that it's very popular yeah it is and you know everyone just talks about how how the conditions are like you know very um, desert like it's very dry all the like, like really hot yes and they're like i could only stay there for a few days but little do they actually acknowledge that there's a whole community that lives out there and they struggle with a lot of their hardships yeah so basically the documentary is about like basically the climate change and climate crisis that's going on especially in that specific area for example last year they had um hundred over a period of 120 days it was over 122 degrees yeah. and the during in the documentary some of the workers well the worker that was speaking or talking to the mm-hmm. reporter was like the ground gets so hot that if you're on your knees past like noon like you're not gonna be on your knees like you're gonna stand up because the floor like the ground's gonna it's burn so you. hot yeah like that is crazy so you have to be with your back arched and of course that causes like lower back pain and like mm-hmm. many other problems yeah. and it's just terrible working conditions for like such a shitty amount of pay yeah and, and most of these like most of the people who work there are undocumented yeah know? and and they're living in trailer parks that are not up to conditions you know yeah. it's they're falling apart because they make little to no money mm-hmm. and and they they have they families yeah. yeah they can't afford it to go anywhere else you know mm-hmm. and they came to this country for the possibility of a better life a bigger life you know a better lifestyle and they get here and they're like you know what sometimes i really wonder <laughs> if it was better when i lived in my home country even though there was a lot of issues but it's like these are crazy conditions you know what i mean and it's yeah um it's sad and and i really sympathize with what's going on well there, you it's know? not only like the climate change but it's like the trailer parks that these people are living in 
the owner doesn't do any upkeep or any maintenance mm-hmm. or like the water like the sewage system is not sanitary the lady mm-hmm. that was speaking is saying how most of the time the water comes out with like a chocolate color or like mm-hmm. yellowish like so they, rusty yeah mm-hmm. so they have to boil it like they can't just drink out of it and you know ha- not having like clean water to drink is like so crazy because like we're in the u.s like mm-hmm. a developed country like mm-hmm. what the fuck like you wouldn't think that these people would be going through this regardless of you being an immigrant or like an undocumented immigrant or just a regular u.s citizen like the yeah. kids are u.s citizens mm-hmm. yeah specifically because i mean that is a community that brings in a lot of money through gr- they're growing their produce yeah, and true. i mean in that area they have um they have this racetrack i can't remember what it's thermal. called it's by thermal racetrack yeah and they say that it's the the rich man's paradise yeah, because they go it's over like there for the yeah rich. and it's like 10 miles from where they're working in or they're living in and it's crazy how how, how is that contrast well because like to give you guys a picture it's basically it showed in the documentary they do a very good job of painting the picture of the thermal beach with like thermal city the city in california and then where coachella valley is mm-hmm. at the same time but the grass is so much greener on the other side like they literally have grass yeah they have not running a water, desert sprinklers. Just, and then mm-hmm. on the other side it's like it's so dry guys like it's mm-hmm. so dry like literal crickets like in the wild wild west type movie <laughs> <laughs> the, the tumbleweeds yeah the tumbleweeds like yeah. oh my gosh that's funny and even in the movie they say that the water that's in that well in that specific trailer park was tested in 2020 and they came up with like seven to nine times higher levels in arsenic Mm, than mm-hmm. what it is allowed and like yeah what the f because how are people drinking water with arsenic and like that literally mm-hmm. leads to like other type of fucking issues like yeah autism kids being born with like other issues like yeah you know they make you sick like you can get cancer like for mm-hmm. some reason. i don't know like it's just so crazy and the fact that yeah. these people can't do anything because they don't know how to advocate for themselves yeah yeah and i think that that's why it's so sad that you know we're not really hearing about this other side of coachella you know like i've never attended if Mm -hmm. i you know i would have never known like i saw that there was like becky g she got the key to the city because Mm -hmm. she was really like advocating for what's happening there you know what i mean because she yeah because she was at coachella and she was like okay like let's celebrate this but also know about my people and what we're dealing with you know and i i think that's awesome like we need to have support like that and it's it's really i feel like it makes it makes me really hopeful that we're like going in the right direction to where like we can be about festivals but let's also care about the people where it's coming from like everything the whole the whole environment of it you know yeah and i'm gonna go back to what you said about how they are people who are working for this country basically providing for such a big industry mm-hmm. and yeah like the agricultural industry in the u.s well for specifically that region mm-hmm. they bring out 650 million dollars a year or billion i don't remember mm-hmm. millions and millions but still that's like a shit ton of money yeah okay, i'm gonna stop cursing like, i'm so sorry <laughs> guys but i am really passionate about this well i feel that it's really oh, i am so empathetic towards mm-hmm. people like yeah so much empathy for towards them is that how you say it yeah 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 i feel for them like oh man because yeah like sometimes it's it's 
it's sad to say, but we get so used to like being so hopeful for better and we're here for the right reasons. And if we do the right things, then we will get compensated or not not even compensated, but like just get something back in return, get that reciprocity. You know what I mean? From this country that, you know, people are working super hard for. They're like, okay, we are worth what we are Mm -hmm. here for. You know, we we're showing you that we're going to, we're going to help you if you help us. And they, it's sometimes sad because they'll take what they can get and sometimes it's little to nothing yeah well the guy was like well they the government and the local government in the town try to give them like pass a law where mm-hmm. every worker had to get a gallon of water every day mm-hmm. but he said that they were bad about enforcing that like sometimes they'd get their gallon but sometimes they wouldn't and even mm-hmm. after passing that law three days later the trailer park owner raised the rent a hundred dollars more <laughs> so it's like okay you help me but then you take something else for me yeah and it's that's, like that's a lot of people might think that oh well if why are they complaining if they don't like it why don't they just leave mm-hmm. but it's like oh well you can't really get up and leave when you don't have the funds to do it like moving is expensive yeah and and let's not forget not just the funds but you don't have if you go try to go get an apartment what's the first thing that they ask you for oh your yeah, social security oh gosh, you know point. Yeah. you're like you need to have a payroll stub you know you know you need to show that you have steady income and whenever you're at those kinds of jobs like yeah you might be able to prove your wages but but at the end of the day, they're like, oh, you, you can't qualify. Enough. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it is, like you said, I do empathize a lot because, I mean, that's that's our people. You know, it's, it's nuestra gente. Yeah. And it's just, it's sad. Yeah, and the guy was even saying how he feels bad that he couldn't give a better life to his children. That mm, they were raised so in those sad. conditions. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, shit. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and to highlight back to like the levels of arsenic in the water and how they these people are being affected, his own son has autism. He has mild autism and they can't understand him. Sometimes he has like mood swings mm. and things mm-hmm. like that. And they kind of attribute like the doctors attribute that to the levels of like yeah. arsenic in the water or just other environmental factors that the wife could have been exposed to while pregnant mm. that resulted in that. Yeah. Autism. Gosh, so that's so sad. And even with that, like, comes a lot of medical bills, you mm-hmm. know, that they have to worry about, and that's sad. Like sometimes I know that a lot of families, like if they have like sick, sick families uh, or a sick uh, relative, you know, they put their money towards helping the relative, and sometimes that means like not having the best living conditions. Yeah, you know what I mean. So horrible. So basically, what could we do as a community to make this get more traction or for people to donate to them? Like, I wish I I knew a way. Like, I want to actually look into that because I just think that's, like, so sad. But I do know that there is a person who was advocating for them. It was a group of people, and they were able to raise $30 million Mm -hmm. to relocate the people from that trailer park, from that specific trailer park community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to livable um housing yeah but even then the units that were being built were not enough for oh, all the for other it. mobile trailer parks that are around you know? oh yeah yeah yeah, so yeah it's just like it needs it's an it's, ongoing problem yeah it's, it needs another solution we need to to help out more and i think it's important for us to focus on one community and then you know we can help other communities and 
find out of more global things, you yeah. know, that are happening. No, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, just in terms of this podcast, mm-hmm. I just want to let our listeners know that we do have rights as undocumented immigrants or mm-hmm. just as an immigrant. Like, you have the right to be to be paid like a fair wage, you know? Yeah. Um, and there are laws in place that protect us against discrimination. Um, so just guys don't, don't give up. Yeah. And yeah, if you guys have any topic that you guys would like for us to listen to, I know today's topic was kind of gloomy and it was short, Mm -hmm. but we just wanted to just get this topic out there. Just think about the farm workers and yeah i don't know any way that we can help them but yeah i really want to know that but anyways in any other way just be informed and mm-hmm. ways to help our people and and even like i think it could be something as simple as um just reaching out to people that have families mm-hmm. that are they live, in they live in california you know like check in on them like something like today i was watching this video and this girl, like, people confess things to a mic and they have their back towards them. So they can either choose to, like, face the mic whenever they um, whenever they, they expose their secret or they say their secret. Or they can just walk off. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, there's this girl that she was talking about how um, she was like, I get very frustrated because my family has been on their citizenship process for so many years and they're getting older and it makes me sad because they're starting to contemplate even living here and I want them to get their citizenship before they go back to where they came from to you know to enjoy their last days and I'm like holy like that is that is that is going on with so many people but you can't just come out and say that because then you seem like you're ungrateful or some people are like oh well they shouldn't be here you know what I mean like it's really hard to have those conversations and like share that with somebody and I was just like amazed at the fact that you know she was so strong and she just like admitted that you know and that is true and because I even think about it like in terms of like my mother I'm always like my mom by the time a sibling of mine can file for her she's gonna be older Mm -hmm. and it's like I wish I could have traveled with my mother when she was like, mm-hmm. not because I can't do it now, but in yeah. terms of like leaving the country to like Europe and explore the world, mm-hmm. it comes back to that point of like the golden cage, mm-hmm. ripping the benefits in this country, but we can't get out. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, it's an ongoing thing that I think we we can always have feelings toward like that towards, you know, because it's just, it's a complicated thing. Yeah, for and sure. It, and it, I think that even though sometimes it feels like it's just us, like once we take a step back, it's like, oh shit, no, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of us, you know? Yeah. Sure. So what way can we better like like connect with each other if we're all over the U.S. than by like this, you know? Yeah. Spreading the word, sharing things. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I really hope and wish that all the kids in Coachella Valley or the people who have a parent who's like a field worker mm-hmm. that they get the opportunity to seek out education and like mm-hmm. really do something for themselves you know and yeah. even if they don't seek out education for them to do something where they get money like they mm-hmm. have a business or something and they're able to help their relatives when they're older or just help themselves you know yeah um, yeah but anyways in in light of like ending this episode we would like to highlight the 
scholarships of this week. So the first one is the ABC Humane Wildlife Women in STEM, the Patrick Malone and Associates Scholarship, and the Buku Scholarship. And they all are, the deadlines are all for 7-1, so July 1st. And then I'm not even going to read the websites anymore because you'll just link them to the show notes. Yes. Yeah, so yes. It's just pointless for me to be like explaining every single website <laughs> or like narrating it or whatever. Yeah. But yes, guys, check out the scholarships. Um, yeah. And then don't forget to send in your diario oh, or yes, any questions that y'all want to hear from. I think I want to make it like a regular thing of like every third or fourth episode, we just do diarios. And we do a reflection on them, you know, Mm -hmm. so keep them coming. And, um, you know, I would just want to thank y'all again. Yes, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening tonight. And we wish you all the best week ever or just a great week for you all. Yeah, I hope June is treating y'all well. And if not, well, then let's kick its ass, you know. (laughs) Thank you guys. Have a great night. Bye.